Hey guys, welcome back to Candy Combos. On this episode, I will be speaking about childbirth, natural or C-section. Um, I've always seen and heard people say um, that if you if you've had a C-section or um, all your births have only been C-section, that you really shouldn't consider yourself having a childbirth or it's not considered being a mom or it's not considered whatnot whatever um i've actually had both i've had natural birth and i've had c-sections um to me and this is my opinion i always have to you know throw that in there this is my opinion i know other people are going to have their own and they're going to disagree that's fine that's okay but this is solely my opinion on this subject um my first born was natural i had him natural and um for the most part what i can um remember about the pain and about really what I endured that day was he did go over two weeks um and uh he was my biggest baby um I remember it me going into the hospital 5 a.m in the morning and I had him at noon um the delivery itself wasn't the difficult part I feel like the process was the process was was the difficult part because I had been up prior to getting to the hospital since maybe I'd say one or two in the morning and I could not sleep it was my first child so I did not know um I did not know what was going on what was I gonna feel they just you know obviously your doctor tells you you're gonna get this certain pain it's gonna feel like this blah 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 um my pain wasn't um strong or at least to myself because um I had um my siblings there my sisters there and my mom in the room and um they and the nurses I had a lot of people when I had my my oldest um they would tell me that the markers were reading really high strong uh, um contractions but I couldn't feel them. I don't know if it was I was so tired because they kept telling me I kept dozing in and out, dozing in and out. And I remember, you know, vividly seeing seeing like the ceiling of the of the room. And then I, when I would open my eyes, I would see my sister or I would see my mom or I would see um, the nurse. So they said that I would zone out. So I kind of didn't really feel the pain um, that hard. I mean, obviously, um, I felt the contractions um but the pain i have a really high tolerance for pain uh the pain for myself wasn't that difficult um so um i had him naturally um it 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 did the birth wasn't as much um it was didn't take that long he was born at 12 13 p.m and i went into the hospital at 5 a.m um like I said, I wasn't, I didn't have contractions or anything, but because I was already overdue, um, two weeks and, um, my water didn't break. I was just leaking 
the fluids. So this is why they wanted to um, get me in the hospital and get the baby out. Um, the birth when I had to, you know, obviously push my child out wasn't um, as difficult for me. I mean, it happened fairly quickly and I did not feel any pain. Um, and it was it was to see my child, you know, come out. It, it was incredible to me. That was a feeling like no other. You know, it it was I mean, that's my first child and natural birth and all of that. So it, it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. And yes, you know, it's something that you remember. Um, and it was hard. I mean, birth, you know, having a child is, is difficult. Um, now, fast forward six years later, I have my second child and, um, um, he was, he was born a month before he was due. Um, he was born at eight, at eight months or a little bit under that. Um, he, uh, was not supposed to come for a whole month. I wasn't expecting it. And, um, my whole pregnancy, my child was, um, he was, uh, he did not drop at the end of the month you know they say closer to when you are due your child will flip and he will face downwards with his head down um my child was breached um practically you know all of my second third trimester he was breached um and my doctor was kind of hoping that he would flip before um, birth, which was an entire month before he said maybe within the last month he will flip around um, with my second child again, my water did not break. I did leak for about a whole weekend, three days, actually Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I just thought like my first one that it had, you know, there was nothing, there was nothing wrong that, um, you know, I could just go on with my regular day and, you know, just wait till I got seen by the doctor. Um, at that point, when you're that close, you get seen every week by the doctor. So, um, Friday came, I kind of leaked a little bit. I don't know what it feels like to have your water break. So, it, it wasn't really nothing. It was just a little bit. And I went around, I went along with my whole weekend. Uh, come Monday, I guess it wasn't stopping. So, I was just like, I just thought it was weird that, you know, it didn't stop. With my first pregnancy, it stopped. And um, I just went with my day until I started getting a little bit of pain. So then I go to the doctor on Monday, the following that weekend that I was obviously, uh, the fluids were coming out and I go in there and they obviously do this little test. If you guys have never gotten this test, it, it they test the fluids that are, um, coming out to see if you are in labor. So in fact, I was in labor for those three days. Um, I was, I want to say about one or two centimeters open and I was in labor. Um, and they asked me, did you feel any contractions? And I said, um, I felt pains, but not really that strong. So when they were monitoring me, they were telling me you're having like, they obviously can monitor how strong the contractions are. And she was telling me I was having strong contractions. And they took the test right there and then. We obviously went to the hospital that we were going to deliver in just to double check. My husband and my oldest 
we all I really thought I was gonna get out that same day and we were gonna go about our day well she comes back in the room and she tells me I tested positive and I, <laughs> I respond with oh well that's good right you know and I'm getting up trying to take my stuff off you know they put obviously the monitors on your belly and and on your arms on your hands and everything and I try to get up and she's like oh no 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 you're in labor you're staying so I was just and I, I told her I'm like no 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 he's not due till next month he's not due till a full month and she was like nope you're going in you're staying they called my husband and my son and they let let, let them know that I was going in that they could come back once I got admitted to my room and everything so I get admitted to my room and all of that and um obviously my husband is like we had a plan that was not supposed to happen till a month later so um we kept our son with us he brought him back he brought my mom and his mom and they were there all day Monday this was the 7th of August they were there all day because they told us that it was time and that I was having um I was basically um in labor I was in the stages of labor so they kept me in there and I believe we went in there like at 10 in the morning or 9 in the morning somewhere around there on Monday and I'm sitting there and well I'm laying there and they're taking the you know they start doing everything blah 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 so then you know, they check you to see how, how dropped your baby is and they couldn't feel my baby. They couldn't, you know, obviously when they check you, they can feel, um, the head of the baby and they couldn't feel the baby and they were like, okay, well you still got time. It's still in labor. Regardless, the, the doctor could flip them over, you know? And I was like, okay, in my mind, I was like, my baby is breached because my doctor told me so. And obviously we can see him in the ultrasounds which in my head the doctor had already mentally prepared me and let me know that if the baby did not drop or flip that it was going to have to be a c-section so because i was due a month later he told me i had a full two three weeks to kind of kind of i guess um come to a decision if i wanted to do a c-section and actually schedule a c-section or try to do um, natural since I've already had a natural birth. So I still had a month to make that decision. So me and my husband were still like, you know, what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So then we're there Monday and it's already 12 o'clock and I'm not opening. And, you know, obviously I'm not really feeling the contractions. So um, my doctor, I believe, was... He was not there. I believe he was not there. He was actually with another patient delivering another baby because I wasn't scheduled to give birth till a month later. So um, they decide to induce me. So my doctor says, um, they decide to induce me. My doctor wasn't there. So they, you know, they obviously give you medicine to induce your labor. So that means that your contractions get stronger and stronger, you know, by the minute just to, um, to provoke, um, the pregnancy to start. So the baby would drop and all of that. So I believe I want to say around, I want to say two to two or three or four, 
they gave me the medicine so i was actually getting contractions like it was painful i was feeling them and i didn't get no epidural because obviously they were waiting for me to um they were waiting for me to open a lot more and or the pains get um stronger get stronger so then um uh i was there with pains and obviously i could feel them and both my mom and um my mother-in-law were there um my child and my husband had gone to go eat they got them food and everything so i was just sitting there like what is going <laughs> what is going on this is going to happen all over again you know what happened with my first one i'm just going to be dozing off because i literally was there and hadn't ate anything and of course they don't allow you to eat anything other than um ice chips um or ice no water no nothing um, so I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting and I'm, I'm not feeling any pains. Um, it starts getting later into the night and I want to say it's about eight o'clock and, um, I start feeling them a little bit strong and, and then the nurse is telling me like, you're getting them a lot stronger. And, and I, you know, they obviously ask you on a scale to one to 10, how do you feel them? And they were like, for myself, for them to be really, really strong it was like somewhere around like seven or eight and I kept telling her like they're strong like I feel them they're not too strong but I can feel them so um at that point it was 10 o'clock 11 o'clock and I was feeling them I wasn't open up they had to keep coming in and checking me of course they have to check you to make sure they couldn't feel the baby either so um so at that point it was I want to say somewhere around midnight or something and I kind of was feeling was feeling stressed because I knew it was tired and both my mom and my mother-in-law were there and I felt like they were tired because they had been there since the morning and now it's already midnight next day and they're just standing there they're just sitting there obviously waiting and and I couldn't, it, it was stressful because I wanted to open, but then like, I didn't want to feel too much pain because I didn't want them to worry and I didn't want to show any expression. So then at that point I told my husband, you know what, take both my mom, you know, take our parents back home. Um, it's not going to happen today. It's probably not going to happen till later. Let them rest. Um, if anything happens, they could just come home, come back. Um, so he says yes, and then he says, what if something happens, you know, whatever. So then they, he goes home. She, he takes them home. He takes my child. I said, just go to bed. You know, I'll call you if anything. So in the middle of the night, there's a nurse that comes in in the middle of the night when they know you're about to have labor to check on the baby to make sure that there's enough fluids in your stomach, that, that, that the baby's okay, and to check to see if the baby has flipped. So she comes in and, you know, I'm in pain. So she comes in and she does the ultrasound and she sees and she realizes that my baby is breached. And she says, "Do you did you know that your baby is breached? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of told everybody. I kind of told all the nurses that my baby is breached. Um, most likely he is not going to drop from now till midnight or from now till tomorrow. If the doctor told me it could take up to a month for my child to flip it's not gonna happen you know right now right this instant because he wasn't due till a month later so then he's she starts checking and then she gets 
obviously my chart and she's going through my chart and she they have all of basically all the information that my doctor has wrote on it they have it and they're checking and they're like oh my god your child was breached practically all your second almost all my pregnancy and and i obviously answered them yes that's correct i knew that and like oh did your doctor they she proceeded to ask me did your doctor let you know about c-section and i said absolutely but that wasn't supposed to happen until a month later so um she calls on my nurse she calls on you know everybody that was with me and um the nurse the night nurse she actually i think i had seen her prior to this um but she comes in and she reads my chart and she's like you're right like your baby's breached she's like did you know that and i said yes i I told the last nurse i told everybody that my baby was breached so in my mind i felt like for them to induce me was pointless because my child was never going to drop my child wasn't going to turn around i was even if i opened my child was going to be breached so there was going to be no way he was going to be able to come out naturally so that's exactly what my nurse said she said so then why did they induce you you're literally it's like i was literally they were provoking my pain and my contractions for absolutely nothing so she calls my doctor right away and at this time it's like 12 or something and uh she calls my doctor my doctor actually comes and he's like i think he was in the hospital because that's the hospital where he does his deliveries he comes in and he's like he thought i was just there just for a checkup you know sometimes um it's false alarms and they keep you there just because so he was actually in the hospital he comes in and he realizes that you know they obviously um induced me and he when he saw me he told me he's like hey you're not supposed to be in here till another month and i go i know i don't know what happened blah 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 i was leaking they tested me turns out i was in labor the whole weekend whatnot so he reads them and he checks and he's like he tells them why you know do not induce her labor she her child is breached and he got a little bit upset and he was like you know you shouldn't have induced her basically they're just making pains come to me and there was no way that my child was going to um to come out naturally because he hadn't flipped yet so um they stop everything they stop the process so he he um he sets me up for a c-section the following morning at um i believe seven o'clock but they obviously two hours later an hour and a half later they prep you so you can go in the um in the operating room at the time that you're supposed to so i was just like i i've never experienced i mean i've heard i've i've had i have friends that have c-sections i've i've heard it all my sister had a c-section so i've i've you know what I mean? I've never looked into it and I didn't want to look into it because I didn't want to, excuse me, get scared and, 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 you know, frighten myself for that moment. So I didn't look into it. I just knew that, you know, they obviously cut you open and they take the baby out. So, um, he tells me that, that he is scheduling, you know, a, a C-section for seven in the morning. They're going to prep me an, an hour and a half or two hours before. And to let my husband know. So, um, you know, it was kind of scary. It was kind of, you know, new to me. But um, after that happened, the doctor told me, just relax. It's okay. Um, Obviously, you know, I 
kind of slept a little bit because I was nervous and I kept waking up and if my husband wasn't with me I told him there was no point in him being there just to go home be with the baby with my child and take him to school in the morning and just come straight here by the time my child gets out we should be done we should be okay so my husband says yes and he leaves whatever I get scheduled um I wasn't nervous I was just um like I couldn't wait because in my head I was like okay this baby needs to come out I'm already leaking the whole thing um come to he told me that my child that my water didn't break that it popped at the top of uh, my belly so it didn't break at the bottom how it normally does it popped like I don't know if my child popped a hole at the top so it was leaking from the top and that's exactly what happened with my first child so okay I'm sitting there you know and I'm trying to go to sleep and the nurse is like go to sleep you know and I'm just like you know I'm about to have a c-section I've never had a c-section in my life like and I'm by myself and my thoughts are the only thing I have so um I was nervous and at that point um that was around the time that we were uh purchasing our our house because we obviously were gonna have another baby and we wanted a home so my husband was um um trying to figure all that out and it was you know I had so much on my mind and and I think um being overwhelmed it kind of you know had me at a stage where I was like calm down because you still have a baby in there and you still have to pull up, push him out or he still has to come out you don't want to alternate I mean you don't want to make anything you know go bad or, or, or you know what I mean so I calmed down whatever I think it was three in the morning and I was up so I literally didn't really sleep anything you know it was like 3 30 and I was up and the nurses obviously they're coming in and out to check on you and check on baby and I'm she's like you're up She's like, well, you're up early. Take a nap. We're not going to, they're not going to get here till five in the morning. And I was like, okay. So I tried to take a nap. Five in the morning came and sure enough, they're on time. They walk in straight to my room and then they start getting me ready. They, they, you know, all this stuff. Um, it was, I think we had scheduled my sisters to take my son to school or I'm not sure how, but my son was at school. Um, because I was scheduled for seven in the morning. So my husband got there, um, at six in the morning and they had already prepped me and, um, they gave him his gown and everything and his gloves and his mask and everything that he had to wear. And, um, you know, I wasn't as nervous and he kept telling me like, are you okay? Are you, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, the more somebody asks me, are you okay? The more nervous and emotional I start getting so I I, you know I told them I'm okay it's okay let's just get in there and they started kind of you know walking me through what was going to happen so you know they well my doctor comes in and he's like this is what I'm gonna do and he explained to me exactly what he was gonna do how long it was gonna take and what was gonna happen and how was what was I gonna experience and telling me that I wasn't gonna feel any pain I was only gonna feel pressure I was like, okay. Like I said, I have a really high tolerance for pain. So I was okay. So then we get into the room and they tell my husband, you wait here. We're going to go in there and prep her. And obviously, you know, numb me from the waist down. And and so they do. And then we walk in there and holy macaroni. That room was so cold. I swear, I felt chills like down my back. Like I was just like, in the world um immediately I was just like it hit me like 
I'm about to get split open and have a child come out. So it started making me a little bit nervous. I, I have sweaty palms. I sweat a lot, just in general, period. I sweat a lot. I'm a sweaty person. And in that cold, cold room, my palms start sweating. And I'm touching myself and I'm thinking to myself, how are you sweating in this cold, cold as room? Like, this is it. This is impossible. So obviously they prep you. They do this. They come in. Um, uh, all the doctors, all the specialists come in and they tell you exactly what they're doing, what they're going to do. They explain to you how, you know, you're going to lay down if you need anything. You know, obviously they hook you up to all these machines, blah, blah, blah. They lay you down. <laughs> They lay you down and they lay you down in a cross. Literally, your feet are straight. Your arms are out. And I am like thinking of the worst in the world. The worst in the world. I'm just like, oh, my Lord, dear Jesus, God. I was praying. I was like, just let my child come out of this. If something happens to me, just let my child come out of this. Like I was thinking up stuff. I'm a a nervous wreck. I'm always I'm always nervous. I'm always, you know. So then, you know, they hook me up to everything. I have my IV and everything. They put in the medicine that's supposed to numb me. And I feel it in an instant. I feel it. And once I'm all prepped, um, obviously, they let my husband in. And he sees me. And I could see his eyes. And it made me even more nervous. And I was just like, holy, like, crap. Like, he was scared. I mean, this is the first time my my husband has ever seen this as myself. So I'm just like... We're a nervous wreck. He sits down next to me. And if when I tell you guys that the one thing (laughs) that pissed me off and made me so upset was that the nurses and the specialists and obviously not my doctor, my doctors, you know, not them, but the nurses and the specialists and everybody that was behind me, um, they they um, they were just talking to each other like nothing. They were like. Oh, what kind of music do you want to listen to? And they, they, they asked my husband, what kind of music do you want to listen to? And one of the guys, the, the one that puts the... Shoot, I can't think of the word. Oh, I can't think of the word. The medicine that numbs you. Um, I forgot. I, I can't think of the word right now. But he it was playing on his playlist. So he's like, oh, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to get you guys on. They, when they start playing like our kind of music, like our year music, like his music, my husband's music, the type of music that we grew up with, the type of music when we were together, this is the type of music we were listening to in the car. And when I tell you guys, it made me so upset that they were having the time of their life while I was getting split open. (laughs) Y'all, I was upset. I was so mad. I was like, in my mind, I was like, shut up, pay attention to what you're doing. You know, I was a nervous wreck. So they tell you when they're putting the the medicine to numb you, they tell you that, I forgot what it's called, that you can get nauseous or you can throw up. I don't know if you guys follow me or know me. I do not throw up. I don't like, I do throw up. I don't like it. I don't like the taste. I will hold it in. I will try to swallow it. I know it sounds disgusting. I do not like the taste, the feeling, none of that. I, if I, if I feel like I am, I try to hold it in and I try to swallow it and I will hold it in swallow it drink more water whatever I don't like it so everything's happening and I'm feeling I'm feeling like the pressure I'm feeling the pressure and the doctor's talking to me while it's going on feeling the pressure I'm feeling all of this and then there's a for a slight moment I felt like something was coming up and I was about to throw up 
So my husband was to my left and I tell him, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. At that point, they had already taken out my child. They had already pulled him out. What they were doing, they were just, you know, obviously cleaning me up, sewing me back up. Um, my husband was obviously taking pictures of my child, cutting the cord and doing all of that. Um, and as he, they're cleaning him up, he comes up to me, you know, my son, my husband and sits next to me and he's like, um, are you okay? And I say, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go with the baby, go with the baby. Like, I don't hear him crying. Like that was my biggest thing. My first child didn't really cry till like maybe five minutes later and it scared me. So I was like, I don't hear him. I don't hear him crying. I don't hear him crying, you know? So they're doing all of that. He finally cries. They're cleaning him up. They're doing all of that. He brings, they bring the baby to me and, and, and I'm holding him and I'm looking at him and, and, you know, I start crying and they have him on my chest, like a little, well, what's my chest and my face kind of. And, and I'm like trying to hold him with one hand and the other one is like obviously extended. And I tell him, uh, I tell my husband, get him, get him. I'm a throw up. I'm a throw up. Like, I, I feel like throwing up. I feel like throwing up. So he grabs the baby and he tells the specialist like she's about to throw up like she feels like she's gonna throw up so they give you those little pink buckets or whatever but i was just like nope like you is a strong b-i-t-c-h you better hold it in you better not throw up in this freaking surgery room and no 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 so he puts the thing and i'm like no i'm not gonna throw up so i hold it in I, i i hold it in it was really nothing it was just the feeling you know when your mouth gets watery and all of that and nope i held it in didn't throw up whatsoever so then the doctor's telling me, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And I'm like, okay. And they're done. My son was born at 7.59. I was out of that room, like, quickly. I was out, and, you know, it was it was fast. It was unexpected. And it was just, um, it was a different feeling. Like, it was really, really, like, the birth was absolutely fast. I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel no pain. I didn't feel nothing. But I think it was the nerves that was totally different. And um, I felt the exact same way. I felt the exact same way when I had my first child that I had him naturally and gave birth to him naturally. I felt the exact same way. I was scared for my child. I was scared for myself. I was nervous. I wanted to make sure that my son was born okay. I wanted to hear him cry. All the feelings that are supposed to be there at birth, I had them. Both natural and c-section so there was no difference in that sense and i believe that that's the only thing that matters i felt pain i was scared i was overwhelmed i was stressed i was worried Uh, all the things that you're supposed to feel when you're giving birth were there both of the times and they were both obviously different natural and c-section um yes one takes more to recover yes one is not natural birth but it is the exact same thing. You create life. You're creating a human being. And you give life, life to this human being. You birth a human being and you give them life. Whether you have this child naturally or whether you have a C-section. Either way does not take away from the fact that you risked your own life to give life to somebody else um to me honestly to tell you the truth c-sections i believe are more dangerous um obviously births are too but there's more of recovery time with c-sections and you guys you guys are getting cut open completely to get to your child and to get your child 
out of there as quickly as you can. Um, both are ways of life. They're both, you give birth both ways. Just because you've had them all naturally does not make you any better than someone that's had them all C-section. They both have the same end results. Um, and, and, and it really makes me sad when somebody says to somebody else, oh, well, I had them naturally, you didn't, that doesn't make you a mom. Absolutely not. You are raising your children, even if you had them naturally, you are raising them. You're taking care of them, you love them, you, you, you nurture them the same way as you do if you have them C-section. You worry the same, you feed them the same, you take care of them the same, you, it, you still gave life to somebody. It doesn't matter how it happened. It absolutely does not matter how it happened. I had two different experiences and yet I loved my children the exact same way. I felt the exact same way. And that doesn't take away from the fact that, oh, I am a mom or I'm not a mom due to the fact of how I gave birth to my children. You are a mom from the moment that you find out that you're pregnant from the moment that you you are pregnant the moment that that you you create life inside your uterus you are a mom it doesn't matter how you have this child you are considered a mom period you are not any less because you've had a mom c-section you are not anymore because you've had them naturally you endure the same pain the same absolutely everything with a natural birth and a c-section it doesn't really matter so um i've always um I've, I've i've always was curious about this topic because a lot of people take it a different way a lot of people are mean about it a lot of people are rude about it um and it's just not right um you give birth regardless if you get a c-section or you do natural birth it even water births even home births it doesn't matter you you're still having you're still having a child you're still create you know you're giving life to that child um and you put yourself under that pressure and you manage to get the same outcome on both on both options so to me it's i it, you are no less than me or i am no more than you if you've had your children all c-sections or if you had your children all natural you know, we are all moms, regardless of how you have your children. Or even if, you know, a surrogate, you didn't have your child, but you have a child, that's still your child. You're still a mom because you still have the job and the title to have to take care of this little human being. You still have to nurture this baby, you know, um, teach this baby, uh, care for this baby. It's your baby. So it doesn't matter which way you have a child. Some people are not fortunate, you know, are unfortunate to not to not be able to to have natural birth or C-sections. They don't have the ability or they don't have the chance to actually carry a child. And guess what? They they nowadays there are other ways to get, you know, to become a mom and and that doesn't take away from absolutely anything. You're no better, we're no less, we're, it, it, it takes away nothing from you, whichever way you, you know, you become a mom. Because let's face it, we're all moms. 
it doesn't matter if that child is not yours if you are married into um that child that child is yours if they live with you they're under your care you need to take care of that child like it is your own so it does not matter which form you become a mom if you if you are in the hands of a child and that child is yours at the moment and you need to care for that child you are a mom you are considered a mom doesn't matter how you um you got that child natural c-section surrogate or married into it that is your child and um your job is to be a mom and take care of that child um I've always heard people say that, like, oh, I've seen people comment on it or say, you know, if you don't have natural births, you're not a real, you're not considered a real mom because you didn't go through all the pain and all of that. Guys, I've had two C-sections and both were totally different and um, the pain was totally different and the recovery was totally different and um, I've seen people give birth and they're up and down the next day and it's like, I still have to be in bed. Because I could possibly, you know, something could possibly happen to me. So um, it, it's totally different, guys. Everybody's different. But as long as um, if you get that title as mom, you are a mom, regardless of how you have a child, regardless of how birth goes, you know, it, it, you are a mom. You can't you can't um, give anybody less credit or give yourself more credit because you did what you did. Uh, we all went through the same, we all got the same in- outcome, and we're all still here being moms, you know, so, um, yeah, be nice to each other, some people probably had it harder than you, some, maybe you've had it easier than others, or maybe you've had it harder than others, you know, be kind to one another, guys, we are all living in the same world, trying to be the best mom we can to these children, so, um, don't ever ever judge don't judge if you've never been if you've never walked a day in somebody's shoes don't ever judge a mom do not ever think that you are better than another mom simply because you do things differently as long as the child is being loved taken care of and that's all that really matters so just remember be kind guys um help one another um reach out for help there's nothing wrong with with you know reaching out there's nothing wrong with having a meltdown just pick yourself up and do it again. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to me. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.